Welcome to Healing at the Speed of Light. Every week, we discuss how laser therapy is changing healthcare and how you can benefit. Now, here is your host and founder of Laser Therapy Institute, Dr. Jason Roundtree. Hello, and welcome back to Healing at the Speed of Light. I'm your host, Dr. Jason Roundtree. We're going over oral mucositis today, or also been called stomatitis. You may have no idea what this is, and that's okay. It's not super common, but you're going to see this in a number of different treatments for cancer. So chemotherapy of some types and radiation, especially for cancers of the head and neck, uh, it often involve this condition called oral mucositis. Um, so file that away somewhere. If this isn't something you're dealing with right now, you may know someone in the future or, um, or you may need to know this uh, for even yourself, potentially, hopefully not. But if you have to go through treatment for cancer, especially cancer of the head and neck, this may be something you want to be aware of as a potential condition that can pop up. So what is oral mucositis? Oral mucositis is a development of sores in the mouth, almost like really, really bad cold sores that can develop uh, in the mouth, on the lips, on the tongue. Uh, and that happens due to a breakdown of the epithelial cells, the cells on kind of the inside of the mouth there, which goes along with radiation and chemotherapy because radiation and chemotherapy reduce the way that, the, the, that those cells can repair themselves. The point of uh, chemotherapy is to actually reduce the growth rate of, of cells that are growing fast, and the, the, the lining of the mouth is one of those that has to repair very, very frequently. So a lot of times, uh, approximately 40 to 80% of the times that you have certain regimens for chemotherapy or for radiation, patients will end up with this condition. Now, typically it's self-resolving. Um, within a couple weeks, it goes back to, to normal. But during the time when it is problematic, it makes eating and drinking and talking very difficult. This is even worse uh, when you start talking about kids. And that's what we're going to be talking about really today is a study that was published uh, in March of 2018 in Pediatric Blood and Cancer publication. It's about laser therapy on oral mucositis uh, induced by chemotherapy in children. So the full title is Multi-Center Randomized Double-Blind Controlled Trial to Evaluate the Efficacy of Laser Therapy for the Treatment of Severe Oral Mucositis Induced by Chemotherapy in Children. So to break that down just a little bit, what they did is they had kids who were going through chemotherapy for cancer at multiple different hospitals, and they took half of this group of kids and gave them laser therapy for their really severe uh, sores there in the mouth, and they took the other half and gave them uh, a sham treatment, or an, you know, laser was, was there, but it was turned off. And they, you, you do that to kind of get some kind of evaluation on whether you got the placebo effect going on or not, so we can try and eliminate that. So you got half the patients, half of these kids, got laser, half of them did not get laser, and then they compared and said, okay, how did we do with the resolution of these sores with laser or without laser? Really, before we get into the details on how these researchers did and, and what the results were, 
what they're saying here is that there's not really a good standard of care that's been defined for oral mucositis. At least when this was published back in 2018, we didn't really have anything other than some medications and some oral washes that could be done. But for severe oral mucositis, these kids can't eat, they can't drink, so a lot of times they end up in the hospital uh, on IV fluids and things like that, which just is miserable in itself, but you add that to the fact that these kids are going through treatment for cancer. And it's just one more thing that's really difficult, not only for the patients to deal with and, and suffer with, but especially for the families uh, and the parents of these kids who are going through treatments like this. It's just one more thing to have to deal with. And we, if we don't have a good standard of care, don't have a good way to address it, it's just one of those where you just have to wait and hope that the kid recovers quickly. But if you're in this severe category, uh, what they call a grade three or a grade four. Uh, grade four means you can't take intake any solid or liquid at all. So that can be dangerous pretty quick. If we can develop something that works well to shorten the duration of how long this lasts or reduce the severity so that these kids can get to back to eating normally again, well, that's going to be great, right? That's going to be really good. Um, so when they put this study together, what they did is they looked back at some studies that had been done before with laser and oral mucositis, and they said, you know, there's some evidence there. Let's try bumping up the power a little bit and using a couple of different wavelengths, a visible red and an infrared wavelength uh, on the laser, and just seeing how we do. So we've got these multiple different sites, different hospitals. We've got uh, over 100 patients that were enrolled in this study, and... Um, they they had uh, some pretty some pretty significant effects. They had very good reduction in pain. And I'm going to read you a quote um, from the article on how the results turned out. A week after they started treatment, only six percent of patients in the laser therapy group experienced severe oral mucositis versus 28 percent in the sham group or the the imaginary laser treatment group. And then on day 11, after they had started treatment, only 2.1% of patients in the laser group had a grade 3 uh, of the oral mucositis, so that's severe, but none of them had grade 4, whereas 20% of patients in the sham group still had a grade 3 or grade 4. Um, so uh, the patients who did not get laser, a lot of them were still suffering with some really severe uh, oral mucositis where they still could not intake fluids or food and that's 11 days after they had started fighting with this. So what did it take? What did these guys do to help these patients out with laser? Well, they used an Italian-made K-laser. They did four treatments over four days. So four consecutive days of treatment. And these treatments took about seven and a half minutes each day. Very simple. They'd do one side inside the mouth, give the patient a couple minutes break, and then they do the other side. And that was it. This was so well tolerated that only a couple of patients actually dropped out of the study. And, and you got to understand when, when patients are going through a study, if it's difficult, if it's painful, you're going to end up with a lot of patients that kind of are subjects that drop out of the study halfway through because they just they don't have the tolerance to deal with it. In this case, all the patients made it through the treatments and only a couple of subjects actually dropped out before the, before the actual uh, study ended meaning that they just didn't make it into that 11th day, that, that extra follow-up day. But they had all the treatments. Um, 
So it was very, very well tolerated. There were no side effects. Pain went down immensely. These patients were, um, meant, most of them were able to get back to eating and drinking on their own. And so the researchers say that laser treatment is appealing due to its non-invasive nature. You know, we're not burning or cutting the skin. We're not destroying anything. This is a very uh, painless process. And, um, you know, also they say the absence of, of, of expected side effects really helps with being able to recommend this for patients that are already going through a lot, already dealing with a whole lot uh, of, of difficult things. So they conclude by saying that laser therapy is safe, feasible, and effective, and should be introduced as the standard therapy for pediatric patients affected by oral mucositis. Now that's a really strong statement. That means that if you're a kid, if you're 18 years or, or younger, and you're going through this oral mucositis process uh, due to you know, cancer treatments, that the thing you need to get is laser therapy. Now I'm really happy to say that since this study was published in 2018, laser therapy has been added into the standard of care for these cases. So it should be done. Also, it is reimbursed by insurance companies as well. And we're only talking about, you know, four days of treatment. Just a few minutes each day makes a world of difference for how these cases resolved. So takeaways, what do you need to know overall? Well, number one, laser therapy is safe and effective for these cancer side effects like oral mucositis, and as well as chemotherapy-induced peripheral neuropathy, which is the subject of a, a, uh, a podcast we've already done. You can go back in, in our history and, and take a look at that. But it's also safe and effective for this oral mucositis. Also, if you're going to be doing laser, not only is patient comfort improved, but the rate at which people are you know, hospitalized for not being able to eat and drink due to this disorder, that rate goes down, meaning that your patients uh, that uh, are going through cancer, patients going through cancer treatments rather, they're going to see a better success rate, they're going to be more comfortable, they're going to be able to get through that with, with less suffering, because let's face it, especially when we're talking about kids, they're already going through a lot. And anything that can be done to minimize their discomfort uh, is really going to be a great thing, not only for that kid, but also for their parents. So this is a really important thing to know. If you know uh, someone going through this kind of treatment, you can be aware of the fact that it's a, there's a 40 to 80% chance you might encounter this particular disorder, this oral mucositis. It can get severe, but laser therapy can make a vast improvement on not only how it feels, but then how long it lasts and get, get these, uh, these kids back to feeling normal a lot quicker. If you're looking for somebody in your area that does laser therapy, that can help you with this, give us a call, send us an email, go to our website, lasertherapyinstitute.org, look at our provider map, see if there's someone near you. If you can't find somebody near you, definitely send us an email. We will do our best to try and get you some help. So once again, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Subscribe to this weekly podcast for more great information. Find a certified laser therapy clinic near you at lasertherapyinstitute.org. If you are a healthcare provider, check out our practitioner-focused Laser Therapy Institute podcast. Thanks for listening.